0: This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys on the clock. Your war room for insider news and draft analysis from deep within the confines of Cowboys headquarters at the Star in Frisco. The Dallas Cowboys select Lane Vander. And now, your hosts, Dane Brugler, David Hellman, and Brian Broadus.
1: Well, 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 welcome once again to the Draft Show here from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. As the Big Boy Sky says, it's the draft show with Brian Broaddus, Dane Brugler, David Hellman, Kit Garrison, executive producing today, and we're joined by one of our scouting friends from 105.3, the fan, Kevin K.T. Turner.
2: He's in the building! I can't believe it. Thank you for having me, guys. You
3: guys do a great show. We don't usually see you down here until draft weekend.
2: Yeah, you don't need me.
1: You guys no, do no. great enough. No, no, but we, we
3: want you. We Kevin. need you. Oh, we
1: absolutely need you. And uh, as you know, as you followed along, our coverage of the draft throughout the years, we have a great partnership with 105.3 The Fan uh, with Jeff Cavanaugh and Kevin Turner. Uh, this man does a lot of studying. Matter of fact, last night he was in here. Uh, we were uh, banging away on some tape and trying to figure some of these positions out. And we're getting down into the to the. To the last kind of bit of it, Dane. We're down to the last like thirty-five days or so Oof. before the draft. You feeling a little pressure right now? Uh,
4: it's nothing but pressure this entire process because it's you just wish you had more time to watch more of these guys because yeah. and that's one of the toughest parts of scouting is when when do you know enough's enough? Okay, yeah, I just watched four tapes of this guy. I could use another one, but I think I know him. It, it, that's one of the hardest parts when you evaluate these players is knowing. Okay, I know this player; he's exactly this, or do you need to go back and watch more? It, it's one of the toughest parts of the, of the whole process. Yeah, that echoes back
3: to my school analogy. Like in school, you get to a point where you study and Can't study, study anymore. You are
1: just like, or you just don't study like me. No, you are just like. No.
3: Yeah, at some point, you got to just say, "Screw it! I either know this or I don't." Which, Dane, what at what point do you get to that point? Probably never.
4: I never feel that. Yeah, yeah. Never feel that's,
3: fulfilled. You, I bet you were a better student than I was too.
4: Well, I mean, I love this more than any other class I took in <laughs> school. So that's fair.
1: KT, are you, yeah. you, are you, how's your journey been? I mean, we have We're picking you up here with you know a month or so. How's your journey been? As far as have you? Been, and I know we're going to do something today in the second half that's a lot of mm-hmm. fun. You know, and I'm really excited you're here to be a part of that.
2: Well, see, I, my journey it gets to a point, especially at this point, where you go pro days are happening and right. all that stuff, and you go, "Okay, I think that matches what I saw and what I know." Right. And then uh, I, for this year, my journey's been horrible with linebackers, but I've never really been great at linebackers. But one thing that I that I always go back to is I I I find myself trying not to listen to you guys too much mm-hmm. because I don't want it to affect how I True. feel. But then I also remember, at least for me, that there really is no Mount Everest here. So no matter what I think about a guy, that guy could always end up proving you wrong. You know, so yeah. you're always going to miss on someone. Sure, I think. Yeah. And then you always have a guy that and then maybe it, it,
1: and, then it, and then it follows you for thirty yeah. years of your career.
2: See, so you, and there are a few guys who you call them pet cats. Yeah. you know, guys you'll yeah. go to bat for. Yeah, and you and you go, oh my god, he ran an eight oh eight on a three cone drill. <laughs> What am Just I going Ferguson? to do, Jalen yeah. Ferguson from yeah. Louisiana Tech? Yeah. Yep.
1: You know I think that and KT's absolutely right here. I, I think that, you know, we get into a situation I had a scout stop by uh, as Dave can att- – well, as everybody can test, i got a huge candy bowl on a desk behind where I sit.
3: Yeah, Dane knows about it better yeah. than I do. D-
1: Dane's a scout through and through. K- KT will eat some candy on you, too. He'll stand up in the middle of the film and start just munching on candy right in the middle
4: I gave up chocolate for Lent, so it's, yeah. been, it's been rough.
1: It's been rough? Yeah. Well, it, scouts love chocolate. Scouts just loved it. it. They get nervous, and they like to eat. And another story for another day. But, you know, you get to a point in time, though, like I said, where you're trying to uh, – you know, you're evaluating these guys – and you know you're kind of you you get you know you're saying okay am I am I do I have this guy right and I had again I had a scout come by, grab a couple pieces of chocolate from me last night and he he goes, I don't want to listen to anybody tell me about these players. He goes that's the problem. He goes I want to evaluate these players and then I want to go into a meeting. I don't need somebody to confirm it for me yet. Don't tell me about the player. You know, that's like when I watch film with KT and Jeff. I watch these guys, and or you might have watched guys too. And you're like going, I, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna tell you about this guy. You tell me what you think about this guy, because sometimes you get, you know, with scouts. Sometimes like, oh, well, this is what I think about this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you haven't done the player, and now you're thinking, man, that guy's usually right about players. Mm. So, so you don't want to get influenced so, by yeah,
3: that, you know? It's confirmation bias, a hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so so I mean that's a, I mean might be my phone doing that, guys. Yeah, I'm that sorry. Yeah, that was your phone doing that. Sorry about that. That it's was okay, on Periscope. Welcome to Periscope. By yeah. Way. Uh, but yeah, I you know I I think it's kind of one of those things you have to be careful. You know, I mean I I don't like I'm with you. I don't think there's enough tape you can watch. I think I'm always trying to watch. Even on draft day, I think I'm going to try and watch down to the bitter end. Watch some more guys. And you're right about the test thing though too. I'm I just
3: gonna that. roll up and say, we got it or we don't.
1: You got it or we don't. Okay, guys, K T mentioned this pro days are kinda pro, t- pro days are happening right now. We got some big days that have been happening. Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, you know, just to name a few. Is there, you know, we we've seen some guys uh, you know, we've seen some guys run some times that and I'm I'm talking about a guy like Josh Jacobs. Mm you know the run, the running back from Alabama. And all of a sudden, you know, when does the film, the, when and I want to kind of get into this for you guys when you're watching tape. And when does the film just totally take out anything to do with the work? I know KT was mentioned about the Louisiana Tech kid Ferguson. But when does the film just say, you know what, Jacob's runs a 463, I'm fine with that. He's still my number one back. You know mm-hmm. when, yeah. when when is that in your head when does that start to happen when does that you know when do you just say enough I'm not I'm not going to look at that time uh, Holyfield's that way for me Holyfield from uh Georgia the
3: running back Brian bit my head off yesterday when I told him about Holyfield's time at the Georgia frode because yeah. he was he just goes turn on the tape Dave just turn <laughs> on the tape yeah <laughs> tell me just go yeah. ahead and tell me
1: yeah see to me I I, I get to a point in time where I watched that tape, and you know, and, and you and I get into discussion about Jawan Williams from Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm thinking that you're like, well, damn brought us the tape. Shows you he gets run by sometimes, you know. But he, I think he ran a four five four the other day, which made me feel a little bit better at Vanderbilt. The, but when? But when do we? When do we do this? When? Do we, when is it the? When do we say, whoa. God, we just don't get influenced by the numbers here. I don't watch
3: anywhere near as much tape as the rest of y'all, yeah. but wouldn't – and you tell me if I'm wrong, but the way I look at it is if the pro, if the times, if the drills are just showing you something vastly – Ferguson's 808. Well, yeah. so, case in point, like if they're showing you something – if the tape is showing you something that the numbers don't reflect, that's what bothers me. So like Josh Jacobs running a 4.6, I don't care because yeah. – He's not blowing past defenders on his tape anyway. That's not what he does. If if a Reggie Bush type of running back who's just breaking free into secondaries play after play is running a ah, Penn State guy gets fetched sometimes that scares me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's Jalen Ferguson scares me a little Sanders bit.
1: Sanders from Penn State. If yeah. your
3: if your tape tells me that you're like three steps quicker than the guys you're going against, but it doesn't reflect in the numbers, and then you're like, well, he does play at Louisiana Tech. He's not going up against like the best prospects. That worries me. Whereas. Josh Jacobs bowling over SEC defenses but not having elite speed doesn't really bother me.
4: And it really depends on the position, too. Uh, talking about corner, talking about Joe Williams. You talking about running back, big difference. To me, corner is a stopwatch position where you care about straight line speed. You care about uh, the t- caliber of athlete that player is. Where with running back, so much of it is instinct. So much of it is you know, that short area quickness, uh, I, I don't really care about 40 yards. I care about what can you do in three yards. And so for Josh Jacobs, uh, in running backs as a whole, I mean, Le'Veon Bell ran a 4-6. Kareem Hunt ran a 4-6. Uh, there's plenty of running backs in the NFL who did not test overly well, but you know they're talented, productive running backs to the pros. And I think Josh Jacobs is going to be another one. Now... Some of the the agility times, I was surprised, or like you know the jumps, like a nine four in the broad, I believe, like that's a little surprising. I thought he had a little more juice in his lower a little bit body more than explosiveness that. Yeah, so out of him, right? That was a little surprising, uh, but nonetheless, I mean he's he's twenty five overall on my board. I think he'll be twenty five tomorrow, so no, so no that, change for me. KT,
1: does that does that bother you at
2: all? Well, well no, no. I and mean, with running backs, I feel the same. Like I don't really the numbers don't matter. What makes me go back is when I watch another running back who intrigues you. Uh, if it was Miles Sanders, who mm-hmm. to me is my running back two from Penn State, but then like running that back makes,
1: two or running back one with run,
2: you, running back two. Okay, I still like Jacobs number one. One thing I like about Jacobs, if you're considering taking him in the first round, not a lot of wear and tear on his body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Like Travion Williams, I like if you're taking him on day three. That's yeah. the A and M running back. If sure. you're taking him on day three, I like that. Yeah. But I'm not making him my feature back. Josh Jacobs, I'm making him my guy. And I don't have a lot of, you know, there's, there's not a lot of wear and tear on the body. I okay, like that.
1: Well, well you, you went on, a you, went on a, 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 you know, written some reports and talked about some things. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned Ferguson, though. And Dave's talking about it, though. You know, the 808 on the, on, the, on the three cone, you see stiffness when you watch him play. Right. Is that, is that the thing that now, I mean, are you going <laughs> to drop him? Or, or do you feel like you have him right on your board with the stiffness considered or did the 808 make you think about dropping him around
4: the second line of my report hip tightness shows when attempting to dip and bend so you know we saw a lot of tape he's a speed to power rusher that's what he does best but it's kind of like the Orlando Brown conversation from last year yes. at the combine where yeah. it's not that it was like you expected Orlando Brown to be a little heavy in his movements But it was the fact that it was a historically bad
2: workout. And he was fine last year.
4: Exactly. And that's kind of what I'm getting to with Jalen Ferguson. The pro day uh, did not live up to what you would expect from the all-time leading sack artist in FBS. But, you know, I I think it kind of matches up with uh, what you expected. He's a little stiff. But they're historically bad numbers. So maybe he falls a little bit but i don't i don't think it's going to be a free fall situation i think he's still going to be somewhere in the top 75 picks second third round um but it does make you think a little bit like okay wow does this you know we had him i think on my on my board uh going in he was number 49 overall so a top 50 pick do you move him down a little bit do you still feel comfortable with him there I mean, it's it's definitely a conversation with numbers like that
2: what, what bothers you more is it the time which by the way it, 808. I know it's historically bad. When you really watch it, though, does it not look like a guy who's playing on an ice rink and he's just trying no. to keep his feet? What can I, we can, do, can we do a makeup pro day? <laughs> brought us you we were talking about this the uh, yeah. night. You said yeah. Terrell Suggs had a makeup pro well, day. Just, just Terrell, go let him pe- run
3: a 38. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah Let yeah, him yeah. do a three cone. See, that's what just I'm saying. Forget to turn your watch on. You
1: get you get in a situation <laughs> where you have guys where you have guys that you. That you, you know, they're trying so hard to get a time to get a time where you feel good about it. And I remember Suggs. I completely remember Suggs on that day. They kept running him at at Arizona State and he never got fast. He never got (laughs) fast. And I mean, literally, you're spending hundreds, not hundreds, thousands of dollars to go out to to Tempe to try and time this guy. And he still went in the top 10.
3: Isn't that the opposite of don't window dress your board? Like if a guy runs a time that you hate, but you're just like, ah, just keep, just keep going. It's because I of the house. film. I love you. I it's love because you. of the film. I know.
1: It's because of the film you do this. You get pissed off at a guy because you're like, <laughs> you know what? Your film is better than that. You want everything to be like, okay, like sweat. And by the way, we need to get into sweat. Yep, we do. But we oh, need to get into yeah. sweat about that because you've done research. I've done research. We need to talk about this medical condition with sweat. But you, you get guys where everything just kind of goes perfectly. He has a good season. He goes to the Senior Bowl. Looks good at the Senior Bowl. It goes to the Combine. Looks great at the Combine. You want that? The tape. You're like looking. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not easy scouting. Don't don't get me wrong. But but you you live for those those players. It's like it all makes sense to you. Do those numbers worry you more, or
2: does it worry you more that? A lot of this production was happening against UTEP and God rest now, their soul, North Texas, my alma mater, yeah. or Southern Miss. Because to me, you see him do it to LSU. You yeah. see him do it to Mississippi State. Th- that's he knows about- how to finish. When you,
1: when you watch the LSU game, Mississippi State, you're going, okay, he's running the same. I'm watching Polite and all these other guys run around LSU and. You know those guys, so yeah. I mean, it, it helps me to see that kind of a competition with the guy.
4: This is also an example of the NFL kind of screwing him over, not being able to go yeah. to the combine. Yes, like, yes. He knew he had one shot, one pro day to yeah. get this right. Yeah, and it, that's it, a good point. And may, not saying he's gonna, he was going to run, you know, a six eight three cone at the combine but knowing that I he, don't think
1: he's going to run 808. Right.
4: Exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I think he might have been better at that's the combine. That's a bigger story or,
1: about the guy now. isn't it?
4: That, well that's what I'm saying. Like he, he kind of got screwed over a little bit because yeah, of point. A, a fight 5 years ago in a McDonald's. Like, you know, it's not something that should have precluded him from attending the combine. So, it, it's uh it's really interesting because yeah, when you watch actually watch the 3 cone, it does not really help you uh, determine like make a determination because he was so stiff yeah if, why, first of all if you're doing those times in testing why even do the drill i'd rather take a, 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 a zero and say i just i'm not ready for you know i i'm not ready for the drill right. i know that sounds bad but an 808 is worse bad advice yeah. <laughs> so I don't, i'm not sure why he did the drill and then at the pro day to begin with
1: yeah okay talk about montez sweat from Mississippi State. Here's a very yeah. talented. Deja of, vu. A lot of people have talked about him uh, as potentially a top, maybe 15 pick in this draft. After the combine, you went from saying maybe top 15 to maybe the top 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, just and then the medical news came out about a heart condition. Get into what uh, you've kind of learned from some teams.
4: Yeah, and it's funny. I was tipped off tipped off about this last week, and you know, you you and I both did some research and in the process of our research, Ian Rappaport from NFL network had the report. um, But it's basically the same thing that happened with uh, our Michigan guy last year. Uh, Maurice Hurst. Maurice Hurst. Hurst, Right. Uh, Kind of an enlargement. Uh, There's, you know, just concerns about, uh, you know, yearly routine checkups, but a few big differences between him and Hurst. First, he was allowed to work out at the combine, which is a big part of this. Like if the doctor's, They sent Hurst home to get more testing. With uh, Sweat, he was a lot of work out. That's a big thing. No prior um, issues, episodes uh, with, with Sweat. That's a big difference between him and, and Hurst. And just reaching out to teams, talking to them, you, get the, you heard the same two words, low risk. When it came to Sweat. So it's something that's on their radar, something they're worried about, but I don't think it's going to be something that drops him now. Maybe he goes from being you know, the fifth or the eighth pick to being the tenth or the twelfth pick. Right. But I don't think it's gonna be something that drops him, you know, a dozen, twenty spots in the draft.
1: Yeah, I had a I had a team tell me and I'll just I'm reading here off of my message, the difference is Sweat has had no episodes or his family has no episodes. Yeah. This team told me they have sweat. teamed is a low risk, whereas Hearst was off their board. Yep, he has an ep, uh, he has had an episode uh, and a legit blockage. Sweat will need your year, yearly checkups. So that's that's kind of where they're at right now with uh, with all that information. So I think that's a that's a that's a positive thing. I think when that when that news first came out, I was a little bit concerned because again, I, I was cheering for the player. He's yeah, had absolutely. Nobody's yeah. had a nobody's had a better. Nobody's had a better, uh, I think, lead-up to the draft than this guy. It's like we get one or two of these heart stories every year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which well, it, it just I'm, shows you,
3: yeah. I'm happy to hear that because, yeah, I mean, you know, Hurst was a guy we talked about at 19 for the first month of the draft
4: cycle, and he was a fifth-round pick because yeah. of that. So. And he started double-digit games for the Raiders and had a, a fairly good rookie season. So yeah, the Raiders the Raiders,
1: the Raiders, will tell you that he was their best draft pick. Yeah. You know? so. <laughs> Which— and we were very critical. Doesn't really surprise anybody if, if he was no, going to play. No, we were very critical of that draft.
4: So hopefully this doesn't, you know, impact Sweat in any big way. Yeah. Um I, I, and I don't think it will. If you like Sweat coming in, I think you still like him. Uh, is really the only blemish on a really impressive pre-draft process for him from the Senior Bowl to the Combine. Uh, I mean, Montez Sweat and Mississippi State's pro day coming up next week. Uh, that'll be heavily attended with Jeffrey Simmons. Uh, working out for the first time in front of scouts and teams, so a, a chance for uh, teams to have more interaction with Montez, and you know maybe take him out to dinner, take him out to breakfast, and find out more about him.
1: Yeah, that's like say these scouts and, and doctors, and so that's the great thing about the combine. We talk about the you know what it's all about. It's the interviews, and it's also about the medical. I mean, that's that will always be the most important thing about the combine
3: every single year. I'll never forget my J.H.I.E. heartbreak either.
1: Yeah,
4: <laughs>
3: every single year, Boise State fans it's...
4: still hate me for that one. But mm-hmm. you know, it—he fell to the fifth round for a reason, and you know, good for him, he's able to carve out, you know, an NFL career up to this point. Um, but yeah, the, the knee that coming out was an issue, and so, and there probably there's probably a medical issue we haven't heard of yet with this draft class uh, that will come out here the next few weeks about a player, uh, whether it's. You know, Knee or uh, something else going on with a player that is going to drop him down. It's going to take him off draft boards. It's just an unfortunate part of playing a very violent physical sport.
2: That's a segment right there is which college fan base hates you the most because of your draft takes. <laughs> yeah, University of Texas yeah. seems to oh, go after you, right? You know, Latte
1: Foreman. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yes, that's right. <laughs> They did go after you. Quite it was a, a bit.
2: good running back class. Yeah, Since was, you have to fall. You can't. Like. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay, so nice the, guy. So to put a bow on this though, the, the the pro day stuff. You know, if the tape is the tape, it's the tape, right? Does that make sense? If the tape is the tape, it's, it's the, the, the tape. tape
3: in a weird way that does make sense. You're a philosopher king.
4: Pro days are the same thing as a combine it's just it's a cross-checking exercise. It has you know make sure it matches up with what you saw on the tape. If it doesn't, you can go back at the tape and okay, you know what did I miss something? Okay, I didn't. He's still a really good player on tape. I'm going to trust that. So yeah. that that's all it is and it's uh it's something that there's a reason these teams are deployed to every single pro day around the country right. whether it's you know a big one like Alabama or Louisiana Lafayette so yeah. you know there's a reason they go to all these pro days get these times meet these players it's just another step in the process
1: okay when we come back we're going to hit some twitter on the 20 so stay tuned kaboo texas
0: is Three days, six stages, over 100 artists, including The Killers, Lionel Richie, Leonard Skinner, Miss Lauren Hill, Kid Rock, Alanis Morissette, Little Big Town, The Eight Vet Brothers, Counting Crows, Pitbull, Sting, The Black Eyed Peas, and the list goes on. Don't miss Kaboo, Texas. Single day and three day passes are on sale now. Visit k-a-a-b-o-o-texas.com to get your passes today. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 since Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, renews monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit. Just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday.
1: Since 1865, Stetson hats are a american made with pride
0: right here in texas they are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys
1: and stetson is proud to be on the field with america's team find stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today
2: dr pepper is the one you crave but how do you explain that craving
0: imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island alone Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore, with Dr. Pepper-colored waves surrounded by desire. But you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Hey everyone, it's Ed K.O. co-founder of the Draft Show, and it's time for Twitter on the Twenty. Twitter on the Twenty. Take it away, Tiny Jim.
3: Thanks, Eddie boy. Love that. Uh, Yeah, let's get right into it. Daniel Buchanan wants to know, he says, are we, we being the Cowboys, uh, are we on the wrong path of what running back they are looking for to pair with Zeke? They had Rod Smith and they drafted Bo Scarborough. Who's going to be on their radar for those types of backs?
4: Talking about the bigger,
3: yeah. And, which I, that's an interesting point. I mean, we mm-hmm. know the Cowboys—they want a
1: real back. To, I'm talking to folks;
3: they need running back depth. Yes, I think there's a misconception that they're looking for purely scat backs because no. that's what they were looking for last year. Right. Although, don't you? I mean, they could use both, right? They could. They need a. They need a complete back, but they could use a scat back too. It, it
1: just sounds like to me that they're more in, interested in the complete back. That so, they realize what happened to Zeke last year. It, 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 it's not. It's not never. It's not great to take Zeke off the field at any point in time, but I think they even realized by the end of the season that it, it, it the the wear and tear had just had just taken too much of him. Yeah.
2: And the idea of a defense not getting a a break, how gotta go yeah. tackle a, a big load. Now yeah. this was not official, but there was reports in the last couple of days that the other Ohio State running back, Mike Weber, Mike Weber, Mike Weber. would uh would be a visit. Now, again, yeah. not official or anything. Yeah.
1: Um, we'll have that for another day. Well, they're not
3: going to make it official no matter what, so sure, that's right. up to us. But you see things on Twitter, and you yeah, go, no, okay, no, no. let's yeah.
1: find
2: out about the player.
1: Yeah, okay, speaking of that real quickly, okay, shoot me a scouting report on Mike Weber, and then I want you to, I want you to follow up on your scouting report on okay. Mike Weber. Numbers I have on him,
2: 444 didn't really see the 444 much mm-hmm. to me. Didn't see a guy who ran with a lot of vision, but yeah. you did see a guy who, like, here's the hole. I'm gonna get what's there. Right. I'm not gonna make you miss very much, yeah. but if it's there for me and this offensive line can create holes, if it's there for me, I'll take the seven yards yeah. and there it is, you know.
1: Exactly.
4: No, I think that yeah, that sums him up. He's he's not explosive, but he's quick. Right. Um yeah. and I think he shows at least the baseline traits of what you're looking for in a blocker and a receiver. Sure. I don't think he's above average in either of those categories, but I think I think average would be fair. Uh, but he's not the biggest guy, which you worry about in pass pro. Uh, but when they threw it to him, he did an okay catching the ball. I, I don't know. I just I view Mike Weber as a dime a dozen back.
1: I kind of thought the same thing when I stuck him down there in the sixth round, right? Mm. Yeah, late yeah, day three. I, I, did, I didn't. You know, and I know that's right you, where the Cowboys you, would probably like to. You've draft got, a, guy, you've, got a, you've got a great way of evaluating, and I, I I like it, and I think that more people should use it. The five six, you know, think, and and, right. and, and it's not riding the fence. You're really saying, okay, late five, early six Mm -hmm. is where you're – instead of just saying, oh, he's a six-round guy. You know, I kind of like that. I mean, I've always been from the theory of put him in the fifth round, put him in the fourth round. I, I do like the way you could split a guy. But you could say, you know, I feel good about him as compared to the other fifth round running backs. Mm-hmm. But he's really closer to a. Six, but I don't want to bury him down there. In the, but this guy to me is like a six round player. You nail them, KT, and, and then Dane over the top with you know to to, to make it finish it off.
3: Let's, yeah. let's knock out all the running back talk with a follow up from Dusty, who makes the astute observation. He says the Cowboys have gone after almost every position of need so far in free agency, except for a backup running back. They seem to want to draft instead. He wants to know, what round are you comfortable doing that? But I want to add a caveat on top of that, which is to say, do you think they will go into a, the draft with just what they've got right now, which is basically Zeke, uh, Darius Jackson, and Jamez Olawale? Or do you think they will add a guy before they go in?
1: I think they're, they're going to draft. Yeah, I personally think they're going to draft. So
3: you don't think they bring in any type of veteran at all?
1: I would be. I don't get that vibe. Yeah. I just, you know, we've KT studied backs, Dane studied backs. We've all studied backs.
3: That kind of goes. It kind of goes against the philosophy, though. Is I mean, even if it's not a high need, you're going into the draft going.
1: They kind of think that well, Ola Wally could be like a single
3: back runner. That's kind of what I worry about. Is yeah. Like, and I, they're like, well, Jemez can do it if we don't get the guy. we Well,
1: like. they think he could be, be a good. better Rod Smith. They want bigger guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm all for, I'm all for waiting on the draft. Absolutely. Me personally.
4: Especially at the running back
1: position. Yes.
4: Get a young kid. Yes. Let him come in and, and be a contributor and let him work his way up the depth charts. That's so. the
1: one position I feel like that you can bring a rookie in and yeah. he has success. I mean, you got everybody else. You got an all
4: pro in front of him. Yeah. And I think a, part of that question, anywhere on the third day, I'd be fine with a running back. If, if you want to use the comp pick in the fourth round, yeah. or the, if the right running back, if Bryce Love is there and that's who you want, I'd be okay with that. I Bryce will say. Love.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
3: I think. If you want him to be a significant upgrade over what you could sign off the free agency heap right now, it probably needs to be a fourth-round pick. Sure. Probably.
1: This thing's got some stretch to it, though. I'm yeah. Running back
3: always does. I'm just, I, I know that, and I know you can find talent anywhere. But just using recency bias, I mean, I think the world of Darius Jackson, but he has not made an impact for this team. He was I was kind of hopeful pick. after
1: I saw the Giants game last year that it would be a little bit better there, yeah. and it, it really—I don't—I yeah. don't see anything special there.
3: And and obviously, you know, big big name guy, but Bo Scarborough didn't even make the team. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. if you really, I feel like if you really want to assure yourself that this guy could make a difference quickly. The sooner, the better. And,
1: Real quick, if you're bear on, uh, go ahead and make your point. I'm sorry.
4: Well, I'd say We know this team likes Boise State players. Uh, Alexander Madison is a, a name on yeah. day three to keep an Ooh. eye on. He's a reliable pass catcher out of the backfield. I'm a big fan of him. Jalen Moore from App State. I'm a big fan of his as well. So I think this running back to Brian's point, this running back position will stretch. There will be plenty of options on day three. Uh, and that that's where I would target my running yeah, back.
1: Yeah, a lot of guys a lot of guys and gals here are, are on the on the periscope saying they're talking names like Henderson, Montgomery. They're kinda of thinking third, fourth round right now. David
3: it? Montgomery feels way too rich for this team's yeah.
4: I'm not taking I'm not drafting a running back in the top one hundred and twenty five picks and those guys are off the board in the top one twenty five, I think. Okay. So I don't know. I'm. I. I'd be honestly. I'd be surprised if they go anywhere but defense on day two. Hmm. Uh, even. Even tight end. I'd be surprised. I think they're gonna go defense. Defense on day two, and then into the fourth round. That's where they start talking about running back. Start talking about. If the right receiver is there, even though with Randall Cobb now in the mix, not as much of a need. If the right tight end is there, um, even some offensive line depth, Big but, guard
2: maybe. Yeah, exactly.
4: So, but on day two, rounds two and three, I'd be surprised if it's anything but these. You agree with him? Yeah, I absolutely. Do I hate y'all? And and you know that, what? I have you in? I, like I, yeah, I Hey, before I agree, but I don't like it.
2: I don't, so I don't fine. want to like a one-year, five million-dollar deal like affect how I draft very often. Oh, but I, like I do it. think that alleviated so much for them to go really attack we got a coach coaching his final year so you're saying of his, of a, of his contract draft. it's all in oh. then they're going to build up the defense I, I agree Debo Samuel going to visit here David that's what I heard
3: that, that, that could be Meh. you know if, that's covering your bases although
1: that's it's, so so's Tyler Rapp what does that tell you Taylor Taylor, God darn it. My wrote about my pet it. cat guy.
3: I wrote about it this week. Is
1: <laughs> Why do I mess up names so bad? The Old list, age. I'm the, sorry.
3: The list isn't long enough right now, but as the 30 list starts to take shape, we'll have a really good idea. Because yeah. remember, two years ago, they only brought two offensive players in.
4: Pass rushers and corners. It was the pass
3: rusher and DB parade. Yeah. Like, that's the only guys they wanted to talk to. Sure. And and that's, sure. It was
4: Taco and then corners on day two. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think – no, I mean, Dave's exactly right. Once we I – and mean, we know about – I don't know. We just a fraction of the top 30 list right now. Once we yeah, get the we full got, list, we we'll, we'll, we'll get it, get ready. Yeah. So it'll it'll really help us. Uh but I I think we know pretty early on it's going to be a lot of safeties. It's going to be some defensive linemen and we're going to see those guys on day 2. Safeties, DBs, no,
3: sorry. Safeties, D-linemen, um receivers and running backs. Okay, like, let me like let that's... me
1: let me ask you a question then, guys. If if you're new to the draft show and you're just kind of checking us out for the first time and you really don't know really much about what's going on in the draft, what position for the Cowboys are you telling them are you tell them to go go study as much as you can on safeties and defensive ends?
3: Ends and tackles.
1: And right. linemen, Yeah. yeah. And
4: especially, you know, we'll see if, uh, you know, they make another addition here, another pass rusher uh, this oh, yeah. offseason. My trade for one, yeah. Right. We'll see if that happens. And if it does, then it much more likely they go DB. But, and the running back position and the wide receiver position, both those positions will stretch. Yeah. So, as much as I'd love Debo Samuel, uh, I, I feel like you're killing his dream stop. Right, stop. right now. stop, stop. stop. I, I, <laughs> hey, Give me Penny Hart in the fourth round. Or, you know, give yeah. me I feel really good about who I can get in the fourth round compared to, you know, the safety I can get in the fourth yeah. round. Give me Taylor Rapp. Uh don't
1: and, let me say his name.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you Pet Cat. You know, maybe if Taylor Rapp starts, if he's available at fifty, then when you start talking about trading. All right, let me ask Segway. No,
3: segue. Let me
4: let me okay. have this. It's I'm my sorry. segment, Dan. Yeah. All
3: right, you're right. Uh, which is a great it's a great it's a great point. Ross says Taylor, Taylor, Rapp, and Jonathan Abram—those are the two safeties yep. that we've talked about endlessly. I think you're going to have to go up. This well, so that's the question: Are they realistic options at 58, or do you have to trade up? I guarantee you, this question is born out of Dane listing Rapp as his 29th overall
4: player. Yeah, and I think Abrams like 37, something Ugh. like that. So killing me.
2: He just killed KT's if, dream. If, if you need it, go go get it. But whoa, but. 2020 third round pick let's not
1: (laughs) (laughs) if you trade if you
2: trade a third round pick it's going to get you probably 13 spots probably it's going to get you up into the 45 area who's doing that deal
1: for
3: next
2: year's pick though Uh uh-huh Oh, uh, I mean, who who needs? I mean, you got to find the teams, I guess. I the so yeah, chart, theoretically,
4: but. when you trade a future pick, it's you drop a round. So next year's three is really like a fourth this year. So you have to like, keep that in mind.
1: If which you're making makes that, it tough. I, if you're making what,
3: that deal when
4: the picks just are just flying, nobody's going to want to hold off a, a year on a pick.
1: repeat. What you just said, and I like it. Say it again.
4: When you trade future picks in future years, you have to really drop a round to get. Right. To try to figure out the value. So if you trade a third rounder next year, it's really like trading a fourth rounder this year. It is. So a lot of people ask how, that question. That, that's how
2: teams view it. Yeah. What? Okay. But even with the Cowboys team, who's picking fairly late in the third round? Yeah. because I I think if I'm a team and I'm taking that trade, I would bet on them not doing better than what they did this year.
1: And that and that's fair. That goes into the thing we did with Buffalo that one year. We finished. We got the tenth, and they, they their pick was worth twenty. Yeah. But even uh, still, we though, thought it was you can I mean, be flipped.
3: If you're on the clock, that means that you there's a guy there that you love, more likely than not. And so you're saying, all right, I'm going to go away from this guy. What are you giving me for it? And okay. so who's who's going to say... Yeah, it's gonna I'm, hurt a
4: little bit. I'm happy.
3: Yeah. I'm happy giving up this player that I really like, and I won't get to use another pick until next year. Like, I don't think that's super realistic.
2: The idea is to have ten guys that you like, and then right. let them fall to you. Oh, and don't make a move until there's you have
1: teams to. like New England. They're like, come on, just bring the well, uh, bring. Yeah. I'm, but, I'm just giving you an example of a team that says next year, yeah, sure. An Example on.
3: of a team that operates like no other in yeah. the league.
1: But then you're asking how
2: much better is Rapp and Abram than Thornhill or Gardner right. Johnson or whoever you know?
4: Yeah, right. Savage. Are you going to be like heartbroken Serge. when you know, you draft a safety like Juan Thornhill at 58 as opposed to trading up for a rap or an Abram? How does that you know, sit with you? Can you sleep at night with Deontay that? Deontay
1: Thompson? So we don't feel Man. good. he got a wrist injury they, they're Uh-oh. trying to fix.
4: Yeah, we'll see. He's supposed to run hopefully April
1: 2nd. April, can April see April me at 90? Yeah. We, don't,
3: we don't feel good about either Taylor Rapp or Jonathan Abram being available at 58. No, be, I don't. It would be a big surprise. <laughs> okay.
1: Something That's, has to happen. A gas mask has to appear or something like I'd that. I'd be surprised if they fell out of the top 50. <laughs> All
3: right. Well, if we're, okay, if, if they're there at 50, then <laughs> it's the wildest drink. draft <laughs> thing
1: ever. <laughs> oh my I remember right. sitting there like, here's a
3: Here's another. This, this is related. This is related, too. uh I really like this. This is a smart question, I think. Y'all tell we me. We got smart followers. Joey says, I know Chris Richard likes his cornerbacks to be a certain size. Right. But how does like does he discriminate against small safeties or what is his prototype for a safety? We don't talk about that. We and don't. He he mentions Darnell Savage uh, oh, and man. wonders if like that fits within the archetype. I I don't know the answer to this. That is a good question. Yeah, because Earl Thomas is not a super big guy. He had
4: Cam he, Chancellor. He had he a is super super big. Duper big. He had guy. both yeah. extremes. With
3: yeah, Thomas and, and Chancellor. He. Yeah, I mean, he loves Xavier Woods, and Xavier Woods is by no means a big guy. Uh, that I, I don't know. Y'all shed some light on this for okay. me. Okay,
1: Thompson, what, 5'10", 6", like 198 kind of thing, right? Is that the kind of we're talking Deontay about? Deontay Thompson? No, Darnell no, Savage, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Savage, Savage. Mm-hmm. yeah.
4: Yeah, he, and he's he played corner earlier in his career. I mean, he's basically the size of a corner.
1: Yeah. God, he's a good player, though. He's a good he's player. He's a guy from uh, Maryland. 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 Yeah, Man. yeah LaMarcus I mean, was, type. Yeah, I mean, this guy's got no problems moving. Moving, he mm-hmm. is a smooth, smooth guy. Just looking at my notes and stuff, and I remember just off the top of my head how I mean the, the ball would go to the corner and he was chasing and moving. I mean it, 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 instant speed. Yeah, he has 40. three
2: six forty. He's
1: got no problem carrying guys. He no.
2: really does. How much more do you like Savage than I've got Savage ahead of the guys I'm about to mention, but then Gant, Redwine. You know, so, and then the are way different players. Right.
4: I've got a third on Savage, which Same. he could even go. I mean, if you want Savage, you're taking him to 58. Um, wow. I've got Gantt.
2: He's not wrong. Maybe I've got Gantt th- three,
4: 3 4. Um,. Who or who else? Oh, red wine. I've got a five-six on him. I'm not yeah. a big so. Gant, fan. You could
2: hypothetically get at ninety if you want. Jonathan Ciprian. Gant is yeah, Marshall, Marshall, right? But yeah. I think
4: I don't. I'm not convinced that Gant's going to be necessarily a, a long-term starter. Where yeah. I feel better about Savage being a starter in this league. To answer, okay. To yeah. answer,
3: Boy, you got well, your fastball today. To try to answer Joey's question. I don't think size matters so much in term, but what do these guys do? So can, can Darnell? Right. Seems Savage, like
1: it's more important at corner for him than it does.
3: Yeah, safety. But can Darnell Savage play in the box? Because I would imagine that's what they're looking for. Which I know they typically are talk. Like when you talk about safeties, you're like, can he cover? But have you mm-hmm.
1: seen him, KT? Yes, absolutely. I think,
3: I think this team is in love with Xavier Woods as oh, yeah. their free safety of the future. And they sure. Should be no, I'm not, and, and yeah, no, I have be. no problem with that. So, but what I'm saying is. If they're looking for a safety in this draft, I would bet it's going to be a guy who's
4: good in the box.
1: I think. I think Savage. When I saw him, he wrapped up as a tackler when he had to. I didn't see anything mm-hmm. that led me to believe that he was a coward by any means.
4: I, he's not a coward, but I do think
2: <laughs> you want him to see it I, faster when he's when he's coming down.
1: Yeah,
4: and I do worry about just the finishing strength, um, point of attack strength in terms of taking on blocks and shedding. Like, I there will be some issues there. Like he's he, he'll do a better job of avoiding those blocks because yeah. he's so quick. Sure, but. If he gets locked up with a tight end on the edge, tight end's probably going to win. And, no, that's just, to Dave's point, if they're looking for more of a box guy, I'm not sure he's going to necessarily fit. I think he is more, Darnell Savage is more of the, the nickel free safety, the guy that's, you know, a matchup guy. Because that speed, and that athleticism, cover. Yeah. If you look at Rap and Abram, two guys, oh, two Rapp. safeties, we know they're interested in. Those guys are more of the box variety, yeah. uh, strong safety. They've got some. You know, they can I, play a little bit in pass coverage too. But yeah. they are. You know, you, you put them down towards the line of scrimmage, they're going to hold their hold their own just fine. Okay, finally. how
1: about Adderley then? Now, why do we we never talk about him?
4: Classic Senior Bowl
3: bump. Talked about him for three weeks because he was at the Senior Bowl, and he kind of. But we also, never uh, talk about well, him
1: as one of those guys. We mean, don't think he'll be
4: there. Yeah, I don't.
1: no, 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 no. I'm just saying though, is he? He was a he was a converted corner, right?
4: He played well. He played safety in high school. Played corners first two years of Delaware. Then moved to safety his yeah, final two there years. You go. All right. We, I mean, he's very widely seen as a first round, if not top forty pick. I think he's a top forty guy, and he, he but he's so no best.
1: chance that rap or or Mississippi State goes ahead of him?
4: Oh, no, there's a chance, certainly. I, I think so. But I, with Adderley, I mean, I think he's where I, – I don't think he's getting pat out of the top 40. I think Abram and Rapp could get out of the top 40, potentially. But these safeties at the top, again, it's what you want. If you want – Thompson's the one sliding. Uh, he is, he is. If you want that single high safety, Adderley's your guy. If you want, uh, Rap can do a little bit more. He's got a little more versatility. Play both. Yeah, exactly. And, and with Abram, he's your physical, yeah. you know, he's a bullet across the field. Yeah. He's going to help you on special teams. So each one of those safeties brings something a little different. It just depends on scheme and the style of safety you're looking for. Quick poll. This team doesn't have a first-round
3: pick. If uh, I don't care if it's Rap, Abram, whoever, but let's just say to get your top safety – on the board, bat, most badass safety, in your opinion. You comfortable giving up your third, and basically that guy's your only meaningful pick of this draft. How's that strike, y'all? Mm. It's basically
0: a lot of Demarcus quiet.
3: Lawrence. Yeah, you know, yeah. 100%. You're, yeah. You're, you're, Except you got Zach Martin in that draft, too. You're not going to get
2: there. I would the say, draft. get me Robert Quinn, and then we'll go from there because that means we're we're fully going for it because we gave up a pick in next year's draft for Robert Quinn. And then I would say, let's go.
1: I, you know what?
4: I'm, All I'm, aboard. Do you like one of these safeties enough to do that? You would trade your third away to get rap.
1: Yes. Okay. I would because of all my pet cat guys of the 11 I had to write about yesterday, he's my best pet cat. I think you could do so much with him. I think he's got some rare ability. I love how smart he is. You've talked about that. I love how he tackles. I think he could play up. I think he could play back. I think he's going to be a guy that's going to play for a long, long, long time. He's got that demeanor. He's got toughness to him. And I just... There's something about that that I really, and that's, I I do it just because I I, I felt like if I could get better up the middle of the field, I don't think getting, I don't think adding Earl Thomas necessarily makes you better. Does that sound crazy? Yes, it does. It sounds insane. (laughs) Not Earl Thomas. I'm sorry. uh, uh, Eric Eric Berry. Eric Eric Berry. Eric Eric. Berry. Big difference, yeah. Yeah, no, I wanted Earl, I'm sorry, Eric Berry.
3: Still sounds a little crazy, but. Why? Because he's a, I mean, when he plays, I was going to say
2: that's, that's the big.
3: But topic again, out there. you
1: said the same thing about Earl. Then if you're signing, <laughs> I
3: mean, if you're signing Eric Berry, it's for an affordable price. So does
1: Eric Berry play the same position as Xavier Woods? Typically,
4: he has,
3: but I think he could do both. Are you going to play him down? Yeah
4: i lean more towards uh what brian's saying i it, as much as it, it kills me to give up a third round pick we have to remember that third round pick is a late third round pick No, oh, yeah it's not like it's, it's, it's not a top 75 pick which, It's not top the,
3: 80 what scares me is if you were going to do that deal you would need your guy to fall a little ways because like you're right. not you're not jumping up to 35 with no. pick 90 yeah. like yeah. you're not doing if that.
4: tyler Rapp's still available at 45 you I'm, said tyler too <laughs> No, oh, did I really? You yeah. did. Way to go, oh,
1: Bruce! Come on, guys. That's my brother. My brother's name's Bruce. Really? Yeah. yeah. What?
4: Yeah. Like, they like, your parents like that BB. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm trading my third rounder to go up and get Mr.
1: Rapp. That's why so I just say the name yeah, now. I don't. Mr. Oh, I, don't, I that,
4: would sign. I would sign Barry
3: and try to get another one. But that's just me.
1: Barry. Yeah. Same position, Gosh. I think. Dan Brugler, Dean Hellman. <laughs> Dave, thank you very much. Yeah, because we're going to get to yeah. KT's game coming back. Okay, yeah. when we return, KT's got a little fun game for us. Yeah. Stay tuned. If you're like me and you love.
4: I mean, if you have a I- thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no
0: annual contract. Just. Just. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys
1: are on the clock. Yes, indeed. We're back here in the SWBC Mortgage Studios. Just want to say hello to everybody out there in Periscope, as always. Everybody out there listening to us. Uh, our, our girl, Mighty, is traveling to uh, Louisiana today to see some friends. A good friend of the Draft Show. We appreciate you, Mighty. Uh, safe travels to you. Appreciate all friends overseas, too, that listen to us uh, constantly on DallasCowboys.com. Uh, we love you guys a lot as well. Okay. Kevin Turner, you're famous for this on 105.3 The Fan. By the way, you should listen to those guys uh, daily. He's on the show 3 to 7. Always coming up with some draft content as well. What do you got for me today, KT?
2: Well, I was uh, thinking this would be a good opportunity. I'm going to be real selfish here and uh, help myself out here. Mm -hmm. I've got a game called What Am I Missing? So (laughs) if I feel like there's a player that I've watched and I feel like I've either heard you guys or or the rest of the world be higher on than I am, maybe you guys can help me out cuz gotcha. i or maybe i just need to have more confidence and trust myself.
3: You're like kind of the contrarian guy too, i feel like. Like every night i fire up twitter at like 10, 30, 11 and you're just yeah. out there just spouting off some oh, the very mid- hey, hot takes.
1: When he watches film and then the midnight tweets, grab a sandwich, just sit <laughs> down just sit and, back and and he, and he will show. give you some midnight heat. Yeah. I learned long t- ago to Hey, what you're thinking, go with it.
2: <laughs> well, this guy's a group think. You're watching these players well, it's for KT a reason. Fun Doesn't matter what yeah. everyone else thinks. Yeah, there you go. What Thank do you, you got though? Much, go Ken. for it. What do we got? Uh, Isaiah Bugs, defensive tackle, Alabama. Um, I have him yes. with a day three fourth round grade. Okay. Um I did not see a guy who was quick enough to really go make plays. I know he's probably just gonna be a space eater. I'm wondering, am I missing something here? I know he nearly had double digit sacks here. Hit me. All right.
3: I watched that. I, the same side I here. did not see anything I, other than the fact that he played for Alabama when
2: I watched that guy. I, when I watched him play, I sometimes wondered is he hurt? Is he sometimes not moving well? What's happened when he runs? Mm. So I uh, hey, nothing against a big poo here, but can you help <laughs> me out?
4: I, I think that he doesn't there's nothing about him that says like he doesn't have a dominant trait. There's yeah. nothing about him that says, Okay, like you know i'm gonna hang my hat on this one trait that he has whether it's quickness or power or instincts or whatever it is i think he's just kind of average all around i have a, and he's in solid I, I have a three four on him okay so i'm not completely f- too different than you you there um uh, okay. like when i was mapping out my top 100 like he was in the 90s i believe um or 80s maybe uh so I, yeah I, I was not all in oh 98 overall my 100 top 100 bore so I, i'm not all in on him either um and I was really disappointed with – I liked his tape better than what he showed at the Senior Bowl. Than yeah. what he showed at the Combine. Sure. Really disappointed by the pre-draft process. And so, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with – I lean more towards with KT there.
1: Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I know a lot of people have talked about this guy pretty high. But I mean, you're right. When you watch him on tape, you know, for a powerful guy, he, I think he's like a small area guy. Yes. It's just kind of like – He takes on guys and you're thinking, okay, get rid of him and go. Go get to the ball. Everybody else in the Crimson jersey is going to get to the football. And you're kind of just stuck there killing grass. Yeah.
3: He's just kind of playing. I
1: think there's a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. I think there's a lot of people, KT, that like this guy. And I'm surprised, again, the the folks, the scouts that like are watching the tape. Will tell you that nah, maybe not so much. Yeah. Maybe it, not
3: so much. So maybe you're not missing anything. Okay, no. maybe I'm
1: not doing yeah. anything wrong. Okay. There. okay. All right, yeah, but a it. lot of people like this guy. A lot of the media scouts talk about this guy All quite right. a bit. But I, I'm with Dane on this. I just don't think and Dave, I don't think the tape is nearly what the what the projection is on this. Gerald
4: guy. Willis or Isaiah Bugs.
1: I mean I have Bugs graded higher.
4: Yeah, so do I. See I, I, Willis
1: there, and the, stands straight. Uh, Miami fans first, are not happy with uh, yeah.
4: my comments on Willis. Willis Willis yeah, is I've a guy. I've talked to some
1: coaches the same way with your comments. I mean, not not, not happy. Right, I mean, right, they're, right. they're like, agree with you.
4: Right? Well, Cowboys
3: yeah. fans love that guy. Yeah. Willis, I mean. Yeah. He's got
4: splash plays, but yeah. body stand, of work is an issue. Stand
1: straight up. There's first shoot. move.
2: Whoop right up yeah. and there's some and I hate saying this but there are some off the field questions
1: we've all got off the field questions out. KT welcome
2: yeah, to the man, show man, true that if you
3: get kicked out of an SEC school <laughs> it's uh, something that yeah. bears
4: when you send your backup quarterback to the hospital
2: yeah. yeah. Oh, oh man. No. Yeah. fight over cleats yeah. it was just a fight <laughs> I always know the details uh, Dane does too though um, day three uh, we did with Isaiah Bugs. let's go let's go to the first round alright let's make this really all inclusive for okay. the entire world Florida State fans Come at me. I like Brian Burns. I do not like Brian Burns in the top twenty. What am I missing here? Defensive end, Florida State, Brian Burns.
1: God, he looks thin. Can you tell me? He, can,
2: is he looks pretty so, 250. He's a third down player. Right? He, why does he look like he's so a one gonna iron?
3: Be, you're going to be sick when he's a Green Bay Packer.
2: Is what you're telling me. At 12? No, I don't even Ron care. Ron Wolf made that. My call dad one might. Time. My dad
4: might be like, <laughs> "What?" I, I don't know. I I'm a believer in Burns. Um, in what way? I think what he gives you pass rush value. Um, I think that in terms of point of attack strength, there's an issue. You saw that against Max Sharping. Um,
1: North, uh, Northern Illinois.
4: When Florida State went up against Northern Illinois in yeah. October, Sharping had his way with Burns. Once he gets his hands on him, he's locked down. But with Burns, I, yes, he doesn't need to get stronger and kind of fine-tune some things. But I don't know. I feel good about the quickness. I feel good about the athlete that he is, He's his length. First step explosion, um, and I think he has at least a baseline understanding of what he needs to do with his hands. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's all there for him to grow into an impact pass rusher. And so, yeah, I don't necessarily—I'm not saying he should be a top ten pick, but I feel comfortable with him as a top fifteen pick.
1: You ever seen this guy, Dave?
3: I have. I mean, I defer to y'all. I know he's on the light side, but like that—that that doesn't bother me as much as I feel like it bothers other people. Like most. College defensive ends, with few exceptions, are on the lighter side. I feel like Demarcus Lawrence wasn't a big dude when he got no. here. Yeah, that's true. You, that's what I mean. You know, that's what the weight rooms for. If you like, you tell me, is he? Do you is he explosive? Oh yeah, mm, yeah. he's, right. got some,
1: he's this, a flashy yeah. man. No, for no, sure. no, he is a flash guy. And Fine, I, and, and yeah, and, let's go. But but I, I, I can say I don't always see a guy finishing plays, and I saw a guy that gets bounced. That bothers me when I see a guy. You know some of these defensive ends. I mean, I know pass rushers are are supposed to be slippery and all that, which he is. And you're right about playing with his hands, but he gets locked up. There are times he just cannot get away. And that and that. I mean, you think of a guy that's kind of a slippery pass rusher. Find a way not to let those those offensive tackles get their hands on you. And he 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 doesn't. And that that, that's a concern. I think I think he's going to be a liability in the running game. And I think he's just going to be a guy that can only rush the passer. And maybe that's good enough, but I don't think that's good enough to be in the first round. I really don't. Where do you have him? I have the second round. And I think if you, and at 58, depending on who's the board, I might, I might, I would consider if I needed an end. But I just don't, I, I have a real, real problem with how slender he is. I don't think he could ever get any bigger. And I don't think he'll ever be able to play the run well enough to, to he'll I think he'll be a liability playing the run and that worries me.
4: The fact that he came in at over two hundred and fifty pounds at the combine, does that change anything for you?
1: No, I think he had to do that.
4: Sure. But he still worked out really, really he well. He did
1: work out well, but I, I just I don't know if he you know, let's we'll, we'll see if he could play that. Let's see if he could play that.
2: I mean it's, I feel like and there's other there's other guys. There's a ton of guys like this. I feel like I'd in the first round him. there's uh you know bust potential mm-hmm. uh that's there with him that sure. makes me Would make me nervous if I was uh, having a top twenty pick.
3: There's a lot of bust potential at the top of this draft. Whether you're talking about him or Gary's another one that seems like he terrifies people.
2: Okay, Okay. for next Rashawn Gary, what am I missing?
4: (laughs) Yeah, that's Rashawn Gary is a difficult one for sure uh, because you're just you're banking on the traits that they're going to translate and they're going to turn into something. So. But, yeah, you watch the tape, and he's not setting up his pass rush moves. He doesn't have a consistent plan, Uh, and that's when he was on the field because he was hurt, and just he didn't live up to the immense potential that he has. So do you bank on those traits and say, okay, we're going to coach the rest out of him? There's also some uh, talking to scouts, entitlement stuff, um, emotional maturity stuff. Uh, So there's a lot going on with Gary. He's a complicated prospect. Boomer bust, I think at his best, you're looking at a Cameron Jordan. You know, which is a, you know, you'll take that any day of the week. But again, that's if he reaches his potential. And there's a lot of roadblocks that say, you know, he might not reach his potential.
1: This sounds like a slider. This feels like a very much a slider. This seems like a guy that everybody projected as a top top five player, and he ends up at 17. He was at
4: 13 in my most recent mock to the Dolphins. So yeah, it's certain possible it could be in the teens.
1: You know what? I think the guy could play as a three technique. I think he's actually better inside than he is out. Yeah. And, but I mean I Dane's not wrong about this guy. And again, it's one of those things if you're window dressing your board, you're window dressing but this is a guy you window dress with. I think because he's because people are thinking that he is a top that he's a top five player. In actuality he's he's not. He's a top five talent, you could you could argue. Yeah. But, but there but there's so mm-hmm. many questions. I mean, do you want to take a guy that has that many questions about him?
3: I'm I mean, almost relieved that I don't have to stress about the Cowboys making a pick that high
2: yeah, in this in yeah. this year's draft. Because it's like I'll take Jerry Tillery at 58 with a bunch of questions. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. I'm not see that's what's going to at type 10. I, I guarantee yeah, the nervous. first.
1: I guarantee the first night of the draft when he's taken, we're going to have the same discussion. Oh, certainly, we're going to have the exact same discussion about him. Yeah, uh, let's go offense. We haven't done offense
2: okay. yet on this. What am I missing? And Lord knows there's a ton of wide receivers. But what am I missing on in Kill Harry in Kill Harry of Arizona State, dude? I'm I'm
3: agreeing with basically every guy you're throwing out here. I think I, I'm fine with Burns, but the rest of these guys, yeah,
2: I, I'm worried about separation with him. Doesn't separate, and that's yeah. okay. And that, that's those guys. <laughs> I think Treadwell is the guy who made me scared of all that. Yeah. Treadwell was the guy, by the way, too. When he looked at his time, which we talked about in the first segment, he looked at his time and go, Okay, I think you'll watch him again. Yeah, yeah. right. And he goes, Yep, he's just not that. And I I worry about that. I mean i wanted to like him i really wanted to like him i'm looking at my wide receivers i've got him outside of my top 10 wide receivers
4: he's at number six for me wide receiver um you know i think he's he was in the 50s on my top 100 board i like him yeah kind of a lot of what you said a straight line player yeah exactly he wins more with physicality than um you know route savvy or route quickness um but you know he could do it against Pac-12 corners, where you know it's a crowded catch point. But he's physical, he's strong, yeah. and you know he maintains his focus even with a you know wearing a DB as a backpack. But can he do that against NFL corners? There's a big difference between the Pac-12 and the NFL in didn't terms of the corner play.
3: Didn't do it against
4: an NFL corner by the name of Byron Murphy. No, and that was a uh, love Murphy. It, well, and it's tough because of that that offense. I mean, he didn't really do many favors with the quarterback, Manny Wilkins. I don't know. I like Harry somewhere on day two, but I have a lot of the same questions that you kind of pointed Which, out and I I, I don't will, know. I'll gladly I will
3: gladly own my mistakes and my shortcomings. Like I was in love with Laquan Treadwell. This like I'm not bashing this guy because of what happened with Treadwell, but right. I just think people are enamored with the Des Bryant mold of receiver. Right. Like and, and if you can find a guy that is that I mean, Des Bryant was amazing. Yeah. If you can find that guy, it's great, but I don't think
1: this guy. On, is that. on Periscope, DeNario says he's this year's Juju Smith.
4: That's AJ Brown to me. I think I AJ Brown. AJ, AJ Brown. Yeah, that, that that's AJ Brown's this year's Juju for me. With Nikhil, but I do. was kind of in that same vein? I do think Nikhil could be a big slot. I think that might be actually be his best position, and mm-hmm. he did it a little bit. He was more of the X in Arizona State's offense, but he also kicked inside in the slot, and that big slot position might actually be what fits him best at the next level. At least I think he has the versatility to do both.
2: You guys, I've heard you guys in the draft show mention this guy many times, and it, I get frustrated because I'm like, what am I missing? <laughs> On wide receiver from Auburn, Darius Slayton. You
4: talk, hey, he's fast. Get, I'm this, a fast guy! You, you talked to me two months ago. I would agree with you. Get him, Dane. This is a pet sick, him cat. Dane. yeah. This, is, but, a cat this, oh, this is a pet cat. you're Oh, this is a pet cat you're messing
1: with on this side of the table. Broadus right? and
4: I went back and watched him, and he sold us. Yeah, because uh, he, yes, he has a straight line speed where he can win vertically. But he also has the straight line speed that corners have to respect. So they play off coverage and he destroys them on comebacks and uh, underneath stuff. And then he has a little juice after the catch uh, where he can make something happen. Now, does he need to get better finishing catches? Absolutely. Yes. He is not the most consistent. But I think he is, you know, remember Sammy Coates out of Auburn? Like, yeah. he's a much better player than that. It's similar in terms of skill set, what they do best. But I think he's a much better player than that. I, he came in at number 100 overall on my draft board. So. You know, I, you know, a late third-rounder, early fourth-rounder. So I don't love him, love him. But I love him enough that I'm going to bank on those traits uh, somewhere in the top 100
1: picks. I'll tell you what, Dane, way to go. I love <laughs> you, man. I really do. This, this to me, KT, you, you watch the tape, and the, he'll catch a simple route along the sidelines, and everybody's got angles on him. And the next thing you know, he's handing the ball to the official. Yeah, he's gone. I, I mean, after yeah, after he's the gone. catch, it, he's faster it, he, No, catch, it is a before. It is a five-yard toe-tap catch, and all of a sudden they forget to play defense, And now it's like they're trying to rally, and now he's running past everybody rallying. You know, yeah. that's the kind of player this guy is. Is so. that the guy with the baton? The football is the baton. Yeah, What's I mean, in his hands uh, yeah, is Yeah, it's the 440, and, and we're in last place, and he's now got the baton, and he's going to finish this thing out to get us on the podium. Can you? Can you with
2: physical cornerback? Can kind of throw him off a little bit. You know what, Baker, the Georgia game a little bit. Right,
4: exactly. Yeah.
1: But I think he, Baker it, ate it, up uh, Samuel pretty well too, though. If you remember mm-hmm.
4: that, yeah. But, uh, 6'1", six one one ninety. I mean, yeah. he's big enough. He's got long arms, uh, thirty two and three quarter inch arms. Where I think he's going to grow and, and you know be uh, just fine against press. So and because if you if you press him, you better win at the line of scrimmage. Because yeah. If you give up a step to him, he's going to make you pay yeah. vertically. Yeah. Where do y'all have this guy? I have he's number one hundred
2: overall on my board. So third round. Third round, huh? Yeah. Pick ninety. Kind of hanging out at the back of the fourth for me. But I got, <laughs> That's okay. I hey, got About yeah. ninety wide receivers well, in the fourth round. Which wide round? receiver is the overall? Uh, let's see. About sixteen, I believe. I say he's fifteen for me.
4: Oh, okay.
1: So yeah, if um, I
3: if okay. I I learned a lesson today is if I want Brian and Dane to agree about some stuff, just get KT on the show because y'all are over here singing Kumbaya through no, this whole no, segment.
1: It's funny because we watch tape together, and he'll put a grade on a guy, and I'll kind of go, I don't see that, and then <laughs> no. I'll say something like, He came in today and goes, You really like that corner from Ohio State better? You know, we were talking about Kendall
4: Sheffield. Sheffield. He goes, yeah. You
1: like that guy that high? What are you doing? And I'm like. Hey, what do you mean? Sit. What do you mean? Am I doing? It's a good player. What do you have, Jalen Hurd, Dane? Yeah, we're uh, Baylor. Baylor
4: wide receiver. Yeah, right, right after fourth round, seventeenth receiver. I like I him was a lot.
2: Really surprised when I watched him. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. pretty
4: good. I, eager to see him because he couldn't work out the Senior Bowl, couldn't work out the combine. We'll see what he does at Baylor's Pro Day. Yeah, it'll be a big day for him to you know prove that he belongs to be in that top one hundred twenty five conversation.
1: All right, man. KT, thank you so much. Awesome, awesome job. No, thanks Appreciate it. Th- th- yeah. Thank you. Thanks, th- buddy. Well, that's all the time we have for the draft show today. I want to thank my scouting buddies, uh, Dane Brugler, David Hellman, Kent Garrison, executives. Also, again, thank uh, Kevin KT Turner. You'll see that face. Uh, when we start the three-day coverage of the draft here on uh, DallasCowboys.com and with our radio partner, 105.3 The Fan. If you're uh, out of town and you want to listen to some good radio, get the uh, radio.com, right? KT? Yeah, yeah. radio.com. KT's on from 3 to 7. A lot of good football talk on that station as well. So, again, for all my friends, thank you guys. We'll see you next week for another edition of the draft show. Stay tuned.